Father, we thank you today, God, for your word. Father, we ask you for oil upon this word today, God. For your words of life to break the bonds, God. The bonds of wickedness. The bonds of bondage and religion, tradition, and the, and the slight of ha- man's hands, God. Those that would like to put a yoke, would like to put a yoke upon the neck of, of, of us once again, Father God. You've released us from the bondage of religion and tradition, Father God. You've released us to be free, to soar like an eagle, Father God. To soar like an eagle, God. You have released us, God, to walk as sons and daughters. To take us back into the garden, God. To take us back to where it started with Adam and Eve. That we, that you spoke to us. We spoke to you. We had a relationship. We were in the glory, so there was no sin. There was no sickness. There was nothing. Because we were in your presence, God. And Father, we come against every lie of the enemy. Every snake in our garden, Father God. We will, we will cut the head of the serpent. We trample on scorpions and serpents. In the mighty name of Jesus. Today's message is called Snakes in Your Garden. I'm going, you know, you go about your time and doing things, all of a sudden something comes your way and they, they say they're apostles, they say they're prophets, they say they're Christians, they say they're, they're of, of, of the family of God, but something's not right. Because there's mixture, there's bondage, there's tradition, there's the law, there's a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But God says a little leaven leavens the whole lump. It's got to be all of Christ. It's got to be all of truth. It's got to be all of the Spirit or I don't want it. And that's what God desires today. And He's going to move in power on His Word. He's going to move in power in the blood of Jesus is what gives us access to God. It's not my works. It's not... Reading the Bible, it's not anything that I can do in my flesh. It's by His blood. And when we're born again, He has given us a relationship to be with Him again. To be rooted and grounded in Christ. Not in the law, not in tradition, and not in the doctrines of devils or the doctrines of man. So we thank You, Father God, for our freedom is in You. We live in You, we breathe in You, and we have our being in You. And, we'll met, and we're going to expose those of the stumbling blocks, those that would like to be like the serpent in the garden, to trick Eve that was eating from the beautiful tree that she needed to go and eat from a tree that was death. The law is death, but the righteousness is in Christ. God wants to set us free from perverted gospels. From generation to generation, the devil's not going to stop. Man's not going to stop, but we can stop it from happening to us. The law, the Sabbath. Let us see what the Spirit says to the church. Not to, blind, not to be blind or not to be ignorant. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Amen. These ones like to put us back in bondage. Paul would say, He has bewitched you. So let's read Galatians 3, 1, 3, 5. Oh foolish, we can say wherever. Foolish Floridians, foolish Brazilians, foolish wherever. Foolish, who has bewitched you that you should obey not the truth? Right there's a very significant thing. Obey the truth. What do you mean the truth? Oh, but the, 
The law is the truth. That's Jesus says the Torah. Yeah. Well, why is he saying you obey not the truth? The truth that sets you free. Yeah. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus said, the truth sets you free. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. You shall know Jesus now. Before you knew the letter, but you were blind. Now you need to know the letter came alive and dwelt among us. And anyone that hangs upon a, a, a tree is cursed. He became a curse for us that we might not be cursed anymore. That we shall not live under the curse of the law. That the law was a schoolmaster to get us to the simplicity of Christ. That we obey by the Spirit of God. That we shall walk in the Spirit. And those that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Who has bewitched you that you should obey? That you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been evidently set forth. I'm going to just put so many scriptures today that these ones, because they come on young Christians that all of a sudden these Christians that had joy and peace and all this stuff, all of a sudden, you're like, what happened to you? They got, see, one of these snakes got in their garden and they listened to them. We don't need to listen to snakes. We need to listen to the Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, but evidently set forth, crucified among you. The only what I learn of you, received by the Spirit. Did you receive it by the Spirit? Did I receive Jesus by the Spirit? Or did I receive it, Him by the works of the law? I didn't know the law. I was in bondage, in drugs, with it, all these different things. But it was out of humility. It was salvation. And the Spirit came to me. I didn't see it through the law. The law made me Understand that I'm wrong, but we already have a conscience. We don't even need the law to know right and wrong. God's already put that in every man. Because just because that's why He said to Gentiles that don't follow the law that they knew what was right and wrong. You know you shouldn't go beat someone over the head whether you read it or not. But God is righteous and He knows everything. Everything. Every thought of man's mind and, and their ways. But you see, these, these, they like to get things more complicated than they have to be. He says this, Are you foolish, having begun in the Spirit? All of us that are born again had to start in the Spirit because that's when we're born again. We're born of the Spirit. Are you made perfect now in the flesh? He's like, you're born in the Spirit. God made you perfect no matter how Mature you are in Christ, it's because you're in Christ now, and He's perfect, so you enter into His righteousness, so all of a sudden, now you want to get out of His righteousness and try to fulfill your own? And He said, anyone out of His righteousness is filthy rags, no matter how righteous in the flesh you try to become, you'll never be righteous enough. That's why God sent His own Son to die on the cross for us, that we might be the righteousness of Christ. So you began in the Spirit and now you're made perfect in the flesh. Have you suffered so many things in vain? If yet in vain, He therefore that ministered to you the Spirit, does He minister the works the, and, and, the, and the miracles among you? Does He do it by the works of the law or the hearing of the faith? Right? God is not moved by the law anymore. He's moved by faith. Let us think that many will try to come in and bewitch many people still because the devil's always 
Never try. He's all. He's got. He's got new tricks. He knows how how to bewitch people. See, they make a tradition or a law again. But we're supposed to go uh, go back to the days. Are we supposed? Okay. Are we supposed to go back to the days of Moses? After Jesus comes? No, he was saying, this is a new testament of my blood. This is a new covenant. So why are you trying to mix the old covenant and a new covenant? Then you, then you become a hybrid. And then you never have any power. All you do is live in, 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 in this religious, this religious uh, uh, life. Where you get all this knowledge, you know about the, all the things that they're, how religious they are, and you become just as religious as they were. And even before, even after the garden, and even before Moses, Abraham, Isaac, they, he had a relationship with God. Even though he was under the, uh, um, um, under the, he's the, uh, the blessing of God, but he was through the fall of, out of the garden. See, the law even came later than him. And he heard God and spoke to God and obeyed God and for his faith and obedience made him righteous. His faith made him righteous. So, I want to really expand on this today. The Bible says, when two or three are gathered, I am there. So, why do we make, we make it like so religious? Oh, church. We're going to church today. Oh, you know, and everybody dresses up. They're going to church today. When two or three gathered, He is there. It's all about meeting with Him and breaking the bread. We're forgetting that we are now the temple of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20 What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit which is in you? Which is in you? Which you have of God and you are not your own? And you are bought with a price therefore glorify God in your body and your spirit which are God's? Which are God's plural? Let any um, don't let anyone who, anyone who wants to keep the Sabbath go ahead. I don't, go ahead and do it, but stop trying to force it on other people. You want to do that? In Christ, whatever, that's your problem. Because I have more important things. We want to win souls. We want to be free. We want to learn how to hear God, so we don't make any wrong turns. And you're so because they they, they puff themselves up because people don't know about these things. They try to entrap little ones and make them proselytes of their own little. And we've been running into them all over because we have this this global media now. We can see all things that we wouldn't see in our own little lives. But Jesus knew all these things. Paul knew all these things, and they, he ran into them wherever he was. So he wants. Go ahead, but do not bring, try to bring the law on other people. S stay out of my garden. Stay out of my garden. Everybody should tell that, that stay out of my garden. Don't bring that stuff by me. They try to make you feel guilty because you're not following them when they're in bondage and spiritual pride. I'm living. In the Sabbath rest. Every day of my life. That's what I strive to do. Because we're going to see they make worship out of the creation when God said to worship the Creator. And you didn't even know you're guilty of that. And I'm going to bring that scriptures to you too today. The highest level of obedience is walking in the Spirit. Just as Jesus walked, we shall walk. 
Hebrews 4, 1-11 says this, Let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us entering into His rest, He is the completion of all things. Christ is our rest. Christ is number seven, the completion. The seven churches. He's, we are the church of the body of Christ. The seven trumpets. The seven feasts. Seven representing completion, also rest. So if you don't understand by the Spirit, see these knowledge carnal people exalt themselves up and they're really low level because they're not even being set free by the Spirit. Because only by the Spirit you can walk in freedom. So they're walking in their own knowledge trying to put what they see in their carny, carnal fleshed up mind and put it on young believers in Christ that, don't, that, that want to do the right thing for God. And honestly, and then they make them feel like they're, they're doing things wrong. And then we get all this mixture. And then the visions come. And then you can't be friends with somebody because they won't let go of their traditions and all their brainwashing of the law. And that's what we're facing today. But God is exposing all of the snakes in your garden and in mine. And it's easy to see them. And then they, they try to get sneaky. They get real sneaky out there. But God's going to... You know, snakes are really sneaky. They only come out, they deceive, and they run and they hide. They're, you don't see snakes all the time, but they're always around. But they're somewhere. And you've got to move things around sometimes to see the snakes. Or make some special noise. Or maybe just the anointing stirs them up. For unto us the gospel is preached, as well unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that they heard. So if, if it's everything I do is what brings me to Christ, then I'm back on the law. It doesn't matter if it's the law, the 600 things. When you start to do things in your flesh that say that's how I get close to God, you're already getting in the law. If it's something you do in the flesh that you think gets you closer to God, let's just make it really simple. You're, you're putting yourself under the law. That's it. Very simple. Even if it's reading your Bible. If you say, I'm going to read my Bible every morning because I know God's going to get closer to me. If that's your mindset of getting close to God, it's an act. It's not going to happen. God, let God read you when, lead you when to read your Bible. And when you obey Him, He meets you and illuminates the Word and brings you revelation. Amen. See, it's all. It gets so deep. You can do all the right things and be in the wrong spirit. Cause, or be not be in the Spirit, but be in the flesh. You can do all the right things in the flesh, but if you're not in the Spirit, it can still be wrong. For which you have believed, do enter into rest, as said, as I have sworn my wrath, shall they enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. See, His works were finished. Jesus is already resting. He didn't strive. He, and the Pharisees, he didn't try to prove himself either. He was resting in, in, in who he was. He was resting in what the Father said. He was resting. He already, then when he went on the cross, he became a curse for us that now when he resurrected and we become born again, we can all rest with him in the same authority and dominion that he had. So he spoke a certain place of the seventh day, the wise, that God did rest on the seventh day from all his works. And this place, now are we in Christ? Are we supposed to be 
seated in heavenly places with him. He, he's the seventh, he's the rest. So you exalt yourself up with your knowledge, but to be in Christ is the highest thing. Heavenly places, seated on the right hand of the Father. I am uh, crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but it's Christ that lives in me, and I'm seated with Him in heavenly places. Or do you want to come back as a chicken carnally and try to work your way to be on to to do what He already did for you? Because then you're putting your faith in your works and not in what His works that He already did. And that's not telling us this sloppy false grace that we can do anything. God forbid. But his, his strength and our determination to, to, to be with Him, it happens naturally. See, it's unnatural for me to walk in the flesh now. It's not who I am anymore. I'm spiritual. So when I, if I do walk in the flesh, something's not right. But when I walk in the Spirit, everything just seems to be okay, right. So, those that walk in the flesh cannot please God. But those that walk in the Spirit, those are the sons and daughters of God. If you read Romans 8, it's all right there. But see, they, those people hear all this and they still won't want to receive it. It's like, here you go. Here's a jet airplane. Oh, there's one like in 19, it's like you can get to, what was it? Uh, two hours all the way, a Concorde jet. And you can have this right here. Go wherever you want. Or here you go. Here's an old western. Here's some horses. And here's a, um, uh, what do they call those things? Carriage. Back in the old west, you can have the carriage. People are like, no, I'm going to, ca- I like this old carriage. I'm just so used to it. It makes me feel more, you know, like I'm really out there getting dirty for God and doing, you know, and working real hard, you know. And I don't want any blessings either, you know. I don't want any of that. I just want, you know, I don't want a, a Concord jet. No, that couldn't be. That's too easy. It's too, that's too good. No, this has got to, I got to be, you know, I got to really, this is religion, you know. I got to do this in my flesh or it's not, it's not honorable to God. But see, God despises that. He says, he looks at his son because what, what we could not do, he did. And because he did it, we do it in him now. He fulfilled the righteousness of the law, so now we're in Him, so we're fulfilling everything in Him, not in our own strength or works. Certain place, and this place again, rather, enter into my rest. Seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein, whom it has preached entereth not because of unbelief. They didn't enter because of unbelief. Again, He limited a certain day, saying to David, Today, David, today, as long time it is said, Today, if you will hear my voice, harden not your heart. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would be not afterward have spoken of another day. When is today, guys? Today is now. Tomorrow will be today, but not until I get there. But right now, it's today. And when he spoke that, it was today. When Jesus died on the cross and filled us with the Holy Spirit, it was today. And today is the day of what? Salvation. Amen. So what is salvation? It's rest from our own works. Jesus, it's, it's freedom in Christ. It's deliverance. It's the fullness of, of what he came to do. To bring us back to the beginning. In the beginning, 
was the Word, and the Word was God, and we come back to the Word, and we become one in communion with the Creator. Communion. And now you want to go back and try to work your way when He said, wait, I moved all that out of the way. I'm right here. Just obey me. Rend your heart. Follow me. Don't do your own thing because then you're going to get out of me. Just follow me. So the law is obedience to what He tells us to do by the Spirit, which always will never contradict the Word. In love. These two things that it all hangs on is love. Because if you love, you're not going to break any laws. You love, you're not going to steal from somebody because you love them. If you love, you're not going to punch somebody in the face. You're not going to murder. You're not going to do all these things. But then it's one thing they always try to keep, you know. Keep the Sabbath and keep... I'm one with the Sabbath. Amen. <laughs> How can you keep something that you are already in communion with? It's, 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 part, it, it's, it's the completion. So, and there's so many scriptures we can, we can elaborate on that. So let's continue to read. And Jesus had given them a rest, then would he not have afterwards spoken of another day? There remaineth therefore the rest, uh, therefore remain, therefore remaineth therefore a rest for the people of God. Okay, he didn't say therefore remains that day, and make sure you don't, you keep that day, and you make sure you, and what, but Jesus is seven, the completion, and God rests on the seventh day, Jesus is our rest. It's just telling you right here that it enter into me. And we're going to get into that a little bit because we're going to be really on point with this today. Enter into rest and cease from his own works as God did from his. Cease from his own works as God did from his. Now, it's not saying we don't work. It's that striving, the working to try to, to, to fulfill the law. The working to try to uh, the righteous, the acts of the flesh, to try to to become in union with God, picking a certain person to do a certain ritual that will get me cleansed when Jesus cleansed me once and for all. Let us labor, therefore, and enter into the, that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. So, when you go back to the law, you're in unbelief. Unbelief of the scriptures, unbelief of the word that you worship, and you start to worship the creation more than the creator. Because God created every day. <laughs> God created the day. We're supposed to worship the creator. And that's what they're beginning to do. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come unto me. I'm reading. All you labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Not a day, not your own thing, not trying to push everything off and do it in the flesh, making yourself rest. I will be your rest. Take my yoke, not the yoke of the law, my yoke upon you, and learn of me, not of the letter, of me. Oh, but he is the Torah. Yeah, but learn of me because he's spirit now. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew 2.21 We know who was trying to put the yokes and burden on the people when Jesus came. The Pharisees and the Sadducees. You put heavy, late, heavy yokes and burdens on 
on, on others that you don't even lift, you can't even do them yourself. You don't even do them yourself. Hypocrites. Half the knife in the law. You probably follow them home. They're like, they're so, so full of it. They just want to puff up their knowledge on Facebook and here and there. You go follow them around like, how are you keeping it? What are you doing? Turn not turn your lights on? What do you do? You put you up? Do you read the Bible all day? Well, what, what do you do to fulfill your, your day? How do you do it? How do you keep it? You just think about God all day? Oh, so, you're, so we're in trouble for thinking about Him every day? Oh, so you're supposed to ignore Him the other day. So then this one day, it's really important. All we do is think about God. So let's ignore the other one so it's really special this one day. That make sense? No man that sews a piece of new cloth on an old garment, else a new piece that is filled it, filled it up, taketh away from the old, and rent is made worse. And no man puts new wine into, new, into old bottles. The old covenant and the new covenant, you can't mix them. We're new creations in Christ Jesus. All things are becoming new. We put on Christ and make no provision for the flesh. Anyone in Christ it's Christ in you and Christ in me. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. All these things about, about the oneness of the Spirit. So it's like, what are you going to take the old, that they said is decayed, waxed old, and, and uh, Jesus said all these things. And now what is He doing? He's writing it on our hearts. His Word on our hearts. Jesus didn't go walk around with a book all the time. Right here, do it. He was the Word. He spoke it and God backed it and it became the Word. But He was only speaking what the things were already, but He was bringing it into light of the Spirit. Because He said, I am that bread that come from heaven. Your fathers did eat bread in the wilderness and died, but I am that living bread that came from heaven. Eat my flesh and drink my blood and you will have life in you. And if you, we know that He is the Word, eat my Word, my Word. Don't put, make my Word a bondage unto you anymore. I am setting you free by my Word. Watch this. So, and it came to pass that he went to the cornfields in the Sabbath day. And his disciples began, began as they went and plucked the ears of corn. Nowhere in the Bible you see Jesus preaching, everybody stay home today because it's Saturday. Everybody stay home. I can go out because I'm Jesus. But he, wouldn't you think he would start to tell them, hey, it's the Sabbath. Let's make sure we keep it. No, he's saying, you're going to learn I am the Sabbath. Right. You're going to find out, and you know what, I'm going to really provoke these, these people that think they know everything, they think they know the law, and watch, we're going to go and eat corn, and we're not even going to wash our hands because that's part of the, the things too. Because I make you clean, and I'm with you. Oh, yeah. So I'm the one who makes you clean, so you know what? Even if you eat something in dirty hands, and you won't get sick because I have all the power. So you don't have to fear anymore. Taste not, touch not, do this, do that. Because... Everything is fulfilled in me. So he says, and then, you know, here they come. And, oh, you're on that. Oh, yeah, you know what? This person getting too much, too much freedom over here. You can't be flat free. This is this and this. And they'll come. Oh, my God, I didn't know. Oh, am I doing something wrong? God, and God's like, why are you doing that? You're, you're, you're going to leave my presence. Don't listen to them. Don't, you know, you know. And then all of a sudden, you're like stuck in this hybrid thing. In the spirit, you know, you might not have the tallits and the thing they have, but you got the gown and the robe. Or maybe you don't have that, or you just have a few. Uh, you know, you have a few. You got the thing tied around your arm, but you know all the rest is free. And you got sandals on. You're like, 
you know, or you're just, you know, you just have, you know, just the prayer shawl and a couple other things when Jesus is our covering. You know, just, you just keep a little bit, you know, a little leaven. It's great for the lump. No, it's a little leaven. Leaven sins, decays, uh, contaminates everything. Everything. Oh, but you kind of respect it. It is respect. Now, the Spirit, worshiping Him in what? Spirit and truth. So, let's go on. And the Pharisees said unto him, Behold, why? On the Sabbath day. See, it's always the Sabbath day. They should be, Wow, Jesus, you're the Messiah. Are we doing something wrong? Because we're, I thought we were supposed to be home. Why are they here? Tell us, Jesus. We want to be free like that. Because, honestly, you come from God. And no one can do these miracles unless they come from God. So tell us. We want to eat without washed hands. We want to eat corn on Saturday. And we want to work sometimes. We want to go set people free and pull oxes out of ditches on Saturdays. We hate staying home and locking the door because my flesh, I got so much to do and I never can rest. And then I get way behind because I can't do nothing on Saturday. Jesus, how do you do this? No. They want to keep it. They want to bind you and have your burdens. In the Spirit, you can see everything natural today. And he said unto them, Have you never read that David did when he had need and he was hungry and he and they were with him because you know they all kind of worship David too now he went into the house of God in the days of Abathur the high priest and he did eat the showbread so he said when we do come together just eat me eat my flesh drink my blood and have life in you today this is eating his flesh and drinking his blood because we're being set free and if we're not being set free it's really not his flesh and blood it's, it's letter, it's law, it's tradition. It might look like bread. It might smell like bread. It might even, but it ain't bread. It's, it, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't his bread. Which is not lawful to eat for the priest had gave also to them which were with him. And he said unto them, the Sabbath was made for man, for rest. Wasn't me, a data. Oh, God, I'm going to do this for you. God did that so, so, they couldn't overwork people. They had a day to, to, to rest. It was something God put, put in there so people, poor people, and these people wouldn't be taken advantage of by, by slaves and different things. So He put it in the law for them to not be taken advantage of so there would be a day that they could actually rest. Because if we don't rest and we're working all the time, Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. So if, if man was made for the Sabbath, then right now, Jesus, we would say, all right, we better keep it. But if the Sabbath was made for man, then we got to say, oh, so Jesus is a better fulfillment. He's 24-7 all the time because He is my rest. So no longer do I have to point to just a, just a part. I get the whole thing. Therefore, the Son of Man is also Lord on the Sabbath. There you go. Some of you are like, well, what does that mean? Lord on the Sabbath means so obey the Spirit even on the Sabbath if I'm still God the Holy Spirit is still the truth and if I tell you to go cast out a demon if I say you can go out to eat you can do it because now you live by the conviction of the Spirit of God inside of you that leads you into all righteousness you're not led by just the letter you're led by the, by the letter that came to life that now is Spirit and God is Spirit and those that worship Him must do it in that manner He puts our soul to rest. 
So why? So we meet four, four and five days a week. Are we now in sin because we, we, we need Him more to break bread? Now we're in violation of the law? That's all spiritual pride. Oh, we're just supposed to... Wait a second. They were supposed to do nothing on us. But then they were walking to the temple and Jesus was reading on the Sabbath. So, wait a second. We're going to get into some more truth because we, it was written other things that they did. So are they, is the Bible wrong now because of the law? Or has it written because we're being set free? They try to belittle you in your simplicity. With their spiritual pride. That's what they do. The snakes in your garden. 2 Corinthians 11, 1-4 Word to God, yea, could bear me a little of my folly. For I am jealous of you, a godly jealousy. I have espoused you to one husband, that I might present you as a... Jesus is one, right? The two shall become one. John was speaking of that one. The two shall become one. And then that is great. Do not use that name in vain. Virgin to Christ. I, but I fear lest any means as the serpent, here it is, even in the New Testament, he's talking about the law. We're in 2 Corinthians 11 now. Beguiled Eve. See, they're on Facebook, beguiled. It doesn't matter. Your, your garden is you now in your relationship with God. Right. Yeah, Your garden's wherever you go now. Your life, your heart is your garden. And you've got to keep it. And you've got to keep the snakes out of your garden. And I'm here to help you expose the snakes. We're, we're going to move everything around today. I'm getting in your garden today to pull things around so you can see the snakes that are already trying to come up in there and try to get you to eat from that, that, that knowledge of the tree of good and evil. Lest by any means the serpent beguile thee through the simplicity, the, no, through his sub, sub, I never can say that word, but subtility, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Your mind being corrupted from the simplicity, simplicity of that which is in Christ. Right? There is simplicity of Christ. Why would you want to make it so hard? Simplicity. Let His work change you into the image of Christ. That's a supernatural transformation. There's nothing in the law. You can't, you can't work here. You can't do that. So you need to read your Bible, but if it's not by the Spirit, you won't get the benefits of it even. You need to pray, but if you're praying in the flesh, God's not here. It's not doing nothing. So we do all those things, but in the Spirit. See, and then we learn what is wrong and what is right because it's inside of us righteousness in our inward parts. The simplicity that is in Christ. For he that cometh preaches any other Jesus. See, that's another Jesus. Oh, we have not preached, or if anyone received another spirit, believe me, they had a spirit back then, and Jesus even said, you're like your father the devil, you whitewashed tombs. Which you have not received, or another gospel, another gospel, not, and, and another gospel is this gospel mixed with all that stuff in it, and still saying it's the gospel. Leaven in the gospel is not the gospel anymore, it's contaminated, contaminated bread. You cannot mix. That's why they had all the things in the law saying you can't mix the clothes because you'll contaminate it. You cannot contaminate the word. You cannot contaminate. You can't mix the seeds because other things will grow up in it. Keep it separated. See, and now we are separated unto Christ. Be ye holy, for I am holy. Separate yourself unto me. I have a holy, holy generation of peculiar people. Right? Read in, in St. Peter. We are that now. We are, be ye holy, for I am holy. Holy means separated unto Him. What do we separate unto? Unto God in His rest. 
Be separate unto me. Come unto me, all you heavy laden and burdened, and I will give you rest. Doctrines of devils. Have not accepted you might bear with him. Jesus, bring us back to our garden relationship. Doctrines of devils, those carry them are the snakes in your garden. Show me in the Bible where it says I cannot meet to worship any day of the week. It's not written. In a certain day, it's not in there. Show me where it says that I need to meet only on one day, like Saturday, or I'm wrong. Because they, they want to take their whole mixture and try to, when it's all about the heart. It's not about a day, it's not about a place, it's about your heart. So watch this. I'm so glad I read that this week because it stirred me up. I would have never preached this. But I, I met a snake this week. And some of them don't even know they're snakes because they've already been snaked by another snake. And they didn't go. Good people. Don't say they're not going to heaven or nothing. But why? When they pull me in your bondage, that ain't going to happen. And woe is me if I, if I don't expose the snakes in the church as a man of God. Can't show me that because it's not in there. Resting, breaking the bread are totally two different things. So why are you putting on that and that? Resting and breaking the bread. But see, He is our rest. So how do you keep rest? It's keeping Jesus. Show me in the Bible anyone is, try, is trying to make Sunday the Sabbath. They say things like this. You do Sunday worship. I don't worship. I worship on Sunday. I worship on Monday. I meet on Wednesday and worship on Wednesday. And then on Friday and Saturday morning sometimes. And this day. And so what do you mean? Because some devil or some pagan thing came way after God created all things, made something sun worship. I have God. God owns everything. You're not gonna, I'm not giving that to the devil now just because the devil tried to steal a day from God. It's still His. He is the one. He created all things. I got the scriptures here. Just wait a minute. Cannot. It's time to break these things, these, these sacred cows that are creeping in the church, doctrines of devils. Resting and break. Jesus said, when He said, Jesus said this, anytime you come and you, in remembrance of me. Whenever Rick, eat my flesh and drink my blood. Anytime. He didn't say a certain day. He said, whenever you are, whenever you think about whatever spirit leads you, have communion with me. And even if I start doing communion every like the first Sunday every month, that gets ritual, it gets religious. God will get off of it. Because you're doing something now in a ritual. When ritual and relationship have nothing to do with one another. Relationship has to be Relationship with the Spirit means you've been led by the Spirit. Relationship with the law means you're led by the law. Still relationship. The law makes you a ritual, ritualistic. Relationship makes you free in the Spirit. Yeah. Show me the Bible. Anyone, anyone try to make Sunday, uh, Sunday the Sabbath? No, just, just needing to break bread. The Word. No, you are trying to make Sabbath. The Sabbath. Nope. It's just Sunday. It's just Sunday, just another day. Just so happens it's easier to meet on this day because 
You know, you got seven-day advocates that say you, you we're in apostasy and other under law that we're in apostasy because wait, what, wait, we're not saying this is the Sabbath. We're just meeting. You're the one. You're the one calling, saying we're saying it's the Sabbath. We know it's not a Saturday, but we 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 keep every day holy. So wait, you're you're the ones trying to say that we're saying that we're switching. We didn't switch nothing. We're just meeting. We're not under Constantine. We're not under paganism. We're not under. Uh, the, uh, we don't celebrate Easter. We don't celebrate Christmas. We don't celebrate Valentine's Day. We don't. Ce- but we're just meeting today, because that's the day that God gave us grace and said we could. We could. That's why He's anointing the message. If that was in obedience, why would the anointing this message on a certain day set people free? Say we did. I never said that I'm. We know the Sabbath is a Saturday. Yeah, I keep it. I keep it on my calendar. It's right there. <laughs> and you know what? I keep it every day. Now you're going to say, oh my God, that's not, that's too good. No. Every day is my rest. See, if you don't want to be set free, you will not be set free. If you want to be set free, God will meet you and you'll be really set free. So, meet. We meet, we heal people, we preach, we pray, we read the word, we we don't put heavy bur- we take off heavy burdens and yokes. So, Je- so what do they do to Jesus on the Sabbath? He said, wait, wait. Jesus said, if your ox falls in the ditch on the Sabbath day, do you not? That's a work. You think it's easy to get an ox out of a talk about work? How big is an ox? How big is the ditch? Do you have a ladder? Do you have a rope? How, how it could be a lot of work. It could be a little work. Do you have 20 people or do you just have you? Are you going to have help or not? So we're saying, you know, things happen. So we're led by the Spirit. Things happen. So if you do it, you're not breaking it. And what do you mean keep it? So you want me to be, have a ritual? When God wants me to go over here and go do something or follow Him and, he's, and I'm hungry and He's letting me eat some corn in the field... And you're standing around the field telling me I'm in sin and I'm going to go to hell because I'm in the field eating corn. And Jesus is saying, and I'm there with him. And I'm right there with him. So who are you? The same spirit that Jesus that Jesus confronted is what you're coming out of, coming from. No, trying to be heavy, but I know we're not. This is this is for, this really message is not for me. I'm already free from this. It's for people that are being trying to be yoked up with it, and they're going to go run and show this person, and this person's going to say, "Oh, it's not," and they're going to go back and forth, and you know, it's like, what are you going to? What is your spirit telling you? Because only you can let yourself be free. And we respect anything written in the world, but we don't make it the law in our life if God has made us free from the law. All that from Matthew 23, 3-5, All that whosoever bid you to observe, that observe and do. But not, but do, they do not, yea, after their works. For they say and do not. See, he's saying they say it. And everyone on Facebook or whatever YouTube videos, you're seeing all that, but really, just like the fake people were the, trying to say don't wear a mask and they all get caught on camera not wearing a mask, hypocrites. Same thing, same spirit. You do it, but I'm, I don't need to because I know about not doing it. But I'm, I, they, and then they say they're free, but trying to make you bound, and they think they're free. 
For they bind heavy burdens and grievous to be borne and laid on them on men's shoulders, but they themselves cannot move them with one finger, with their fingers. But all their works they do are to be seen of men. To be seen of men. Their works are to be seen. So we want to be seen of God. Let us do our works, our alms in secret. That God that sees it in secret will reward you openly. So the, when people that are trying to be seen and that's the reward already, then people that aren't trying to be seen are getting rewarded and they're getting mad because you're getting rewarded openly and they don't even see what you're doing. Right. Oh, and they're like, oh, but I'm doing all this. Why is this guy getting rewarded? Because he's free. God doesn't reward the law or the works of the flesh. He calls it uh, your own righteousness. What you do is you nail Jesus to the cross. Every time you take him down from the cross and say, it wasn't good enough, let me do it for you, Jesus. To be seen a man with their, with their philosophies and enlarge the words of the garments on her. Break, always breaking all according to their own knowledge. They try to, but we are the bride and who are free. We're here in the Holy Spirit. We're at peace. We have the joy of our salvation. We're on fire for God, not just for the knowledge of God. Loving God with all our heart, serving, praying, and bringing us through the fire. He's the fire. He's the one. In Him is where we be purified. Not in killing the flesh in our flesh, because it won't happen. You know, the moral just go right back on. Then here comes a hybrid, half law, half grace. Or false grace. Or... Have you been doing this? Like, what do you mean? You've been in a relationship, you got saved to you, hear God, he's like, I'm, I'm doing this, all these things are different in my life, but, well, man, I guess God was busy, he must have forgot to tell me about that. You know, I, now you start trying to do it and then, wow. Something's wrong. I don't feel free anymore. No, no, what is it? Well, I need more law. No more now. More works. More. And then, farther and farther away from God and all of a sudden you thought some snake in your garden told you this will bring you closer to God. You'll know more about God if you do it our way. And they only know about the letter and they just brings you confusion. The mysteries don't come out of the letter. They come from revelation. That only comes from the Spirit of the living God. Yeah. They work in the flesh trying to be spiritual. They're stumbling blocks. Looking to be holy on the outside, but in, inside they have nothing. Nothing. Keeping this, doing that, this and that, touch not, taste not. And I'll get into this later in this message when I pull out Colossians 2. They love to come to you with Hebrew words. You're going to see if you can notice them when they come. Jesus didn't come out with all these high Hebrew words. He just spoke at the level man was. And at the level man was, they met the truth. Whether they wanted to receive it or wanted to follow him, that was a whole other thing. But he didn't come in this high Hebrewistic kind of knowledge, head knowledge, all this, when he was living where he knew that word, he could probably recite the whole uh, Deuteronomy, numbers, the whole Moses, all that probably. 
He probably recited. They had to do that in the Torah. He grew up in that. Nope. He brought it to life. He brought freedom to the to the to the to the where they were right now, like to to to, to set them free right now, because he became the word. That's right. It's good stuff. See, even the kid, kid, the, even the kids know how great the freedom is. And then people, people already turned off the video. No, no, but you know what? Because they don't want to be free, or they don't want to be wrong because pride. And then just think, if they turn it off, then God's going to stop other people from listening. No, but other people that want to be free, they will listen. And that's one thing. And some say, boils my blood. Well, this boils my blood when people are free and you come and try to put them in bondage. Look at the flesh and they look so sophisticated, so spiritual, so close to God. When they're so far away from God that these little hungry ones that don't even know nothing, but all they know is uh, uh, John 3.16 are more closer to God than you. Satan is the superior of the false lying father of pride. That's who he is. And it's mostly the most wounded and hurt ones that, that have been hurt that try to find something over people. It's so crazy because they're, they're trying to enforce things to the old but at the same time they're breaking everything as much. Turning our freedom in Christ when it comes time, time to cover their tracks and agenda they, they hide them with grace and everything so they mix it so they try to get you in the law, but then all of a sudden they bring in all the grace, and it's like, oh yeah, that's true, but, wow. And then, like the feast, oh, I get, it makes me closer to God. I, I learn more about God. Wait, once you have Him, only He can really make you. So again, you're trying to learn more about God through the letter when all that was to, to, to say, this is Him. Now we know more and more as a revelation breaks out because of what is written. Galatians 5, 1-18. Stand fast in the liberty which... Christ has made you free and be not entangled to the yoke of bondage. Behold, Paul, I am circumcised. Christ shall profit you nothing. For I testify, every man that is circumcised that he be a debtor to the whole law. He's like, so you're going to go get church. So it's like, that's the whole thing. You want to do a little? Keep the Sabbath? Then you better, you know, keep everything. Christ become no effect to you. Whatsoever you are justified by the works of the flesh, you have fallen from grace. If you're justified by the works of the law, you're fallen from grace. For we through the Spirit wait in the hope of the righteous of faith. For Jesus Christ to be the servant which should avail every nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh in love. You did run well. What snake hindered you? I added the snake. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? What snake did you listen to? This persuasion come not of him that called you, but no otherwise minded, he that troubleth you shall bear his judgment. They're going to be judged. Now, if they don't know what they're doing, there might be a lot of mercy, but if they know, but they really can't know, but they don't know, but if they, if they knew, if they do, that really evil. And I think there is some evil people. Whoever they be, I, brethren, yet preach circumcision. Why do I yet suffer persecution then? In the offense of the cross is ceased. I would they have even been cut off that trouble you. Cut off the head of the snake. For brethren, you have not been called, you have been called unto, you have been called unto liberty. Only do not use your, li- now, this is, this is all, don't use your liberty to sin. So you have an occasion in the flesh. But by love, serve one another. 
For all the law is fulfilled in one word. It's, either this word is true or it's not. Even this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. But you bite and devour one another and take heed that you are not consumed one of another. This I say then, walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the, the flesh lusts against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh. These are contrary one to another. You cannot, and you cannot do the things which you... You cannot do the things which you would or could or would do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. And God is Spirit. We're led by Jesus and His rest. We can be doing a hundred things and be in His rest and resting. It's so tricky that when they do, they use the Old Testament and freedom words like Spirit, Truth, God showed me. They always like they want to say, God showed me. Oh, really? Why didn't you show me? You better than me. Oh. I've been seeking him all the time. He showed you? Wow. <clears throat> you must be really close to God. Because I thought, you know, I was close to God. But you're always closer because you're under the law. Operate from eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. This is what hybrids like to eat from. Both trees. Both trees. They come in the garden and they try to make you eat the cursed tree. What do you mean cursed tree? Jesus said, He said, I became a curse. Anything that hangs on the tree is cursed. He said, the, the law was, was came from under the curse. Jesus redeemed us from the curse of the law. See, no, after all feasts, now see, it's Yeshua. See, so I'm just saying Yeshua. Ooh, now, I'm, now you're going to listen a little more. I said Yeshua. Now I'm, well, maybe he knows what he's talking about. Yahweh. Oh, ooh, he's, wait, he might, he knows some more. They did not think. Never mind that. I'm just going to skip on to this. They make, and they make you think I got a special sign of God just to teach you. You've been, God wants to bring you higher. God wants to, you need to know more. And Paul said, I choose to know nothing but Christ crucified and the power of His resurrection. Hmm, so, that's a lie. He says their knowledge puffs up. God wants you to know Him more in spirit and truth. Not in letter and law. In the New Testament, believe he is quoting old, here's some, okay, here's some little flags that you can do. Anyone, any New Testament believer is always quoting Old Testament more than they ever quote the New Testament? Red flag. Anyone continue and all, only talk about the Sabbath and it's an idol and it's like that's all they want to point out at all the time? Red flag. They need to be talking about Jesus all the time. Yes. And we know God rested on the seventh day. So what they do, they make a day an idol. Out of the creation, Jesus. They worship the creation. And the, and the Bible says that they'll be in love with the creation more than in love with the Creator. I think I have it right here. Yeah. Colossians 1, 15-17. Who is the image of the invisible God? The firstborn of every creature. Who is that? Who is the image of the, the invisible God? The firstborn of every creature. For by Him all things were created. Right? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. 
And Jesus and the Holy Spirit of the Lord said, Let us make man, let us, and then let us, but they want the Godhead. So, God sent His Son in the form of God's Spirit. In the, oh, I'm not going to get out. We've got so much to go on here. I'm going to stick to this. By Him, all things were created. Whether they be thrones, dominions, principalities, powers, calendars, days, dates, we can go on and on. He made them all things. Everything else has been contaminated and complicated by the devil because the devil can't create nothing. God is the creator. He created even the devil. So God created the devil, but the devil wants to act like he's creating things when he can't create nothing. He's robbing and counterfeiting and taking what is created and perverting it. That's what he does. The means, principalities, and powers, all things were created by him for him. So every day was created for God. And, and God made the Sabbath for us. So he's not really talking about a day. He's saying, you need to rest. <laughs> you need to rest. You guys catching this? It's very good, right? Simple stuff, but why? All he is before, and he is before all things. By him, all things consist. All things, not just some things. So if the devil goes and steals something, I'm just stealing it back. I have all authority. I'm seated in heavenly places. Satan is under my feet. He stole something that, that was God's. I take it back now because I'm, I'm now not under the curse. I'm not walking in the flesh anymore. I'm a spiritual being. Satan is under my feet. I have all dominion and power over him. He can do nothing under me unless I let him. So he wants to come in the garden and he wants me to listen to him, but he's not going to take me to the law. So they'll say things like, Sunday worship is apostasy. But we're like, it's just a day. I don't know what it's... Look, Constantine took this day, he changed this day, and we were Saturday, and then, so the church, you know all that stuff. So what? It's God's. Everything's His. He's happy with me today. You think God's not receiving us because you're under the law. You didn't receive Jesus, His Son, because you're under the law. He's receiving me, and you don't think so because you're under the law. So we renounce all pagan things. We try not to pay attention. The more we learn about those things, we avoid them. We don't make them idols. We don't celebrate Christmas because we know it's pagan. But we celebrate Christ being born on earth every day of our life because that's every day. And we don't even, it's not really documented. If he's born late September, early October, so we don't even try to find a day there. We just worship him in spirit and truth. And every day someone's born again and free, we know that Jesus came. It's because He came to the world and was born. And He brought joy to the world when He came. So let's find the joy and then we celebrate Him every day. Give when the Spirit leads you to give, not on one certain day of the year. So yeah, we don't pay attention to the 25th. So we have a special dinner just because no, there's nothing to do. We want to meet in fellows. It says break bread every day, house to house. Even in the New Testament, you want to put people in bondage. Invisible, all things were made by Him. So, you call it Sunday worship. We call it, we're meeting to make men worship Him. Whether it's in a house, whether it's in a park, whether it's in a building, 
Well, it's in the car. You're telling us we better not do anything on Sunday now because the devil owns it. So what you're doing is you're giving back. Jesus took everything back when he died on the cross and took the keys to hell, death, and the grave and the power back from the devil and now you're giving it back to the devil? Shame on you. Acts 2, 46-47 And they continued daily in one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. Daily. Not daily. Didn't say, oh, but not Saturday or, or, or Saturday. You better meet. And they never meet Sunday because, you know, that's sun god day. That's pagan day. Grow up. And they meet and they did eat with gladness and singleness of their heart. Praising God. And here comes the fair... No, there comes... Those that were Christians now, and they ran into some of these bewitchers, and they come knocking on the door. Hey, you guys, it's Sunday. What are you doing? <laughs> Wait, no. That kind of come a little bit later. Praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church every day. Oh, let's just say he's no, 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 that evil Sunday now. That evil Sunday. Acts 5, 41-42 And they departed from the presence of the council rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer for His name. And daily in the temple and daily in the temple and in every house they ceased not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. So now we are the temple. When two or three got in the name, He's there. So what do you... I can't understand the Sunday thing. Just try to help me understand it. Because it's really confusing to me. So they turn one day into an idol. An idol. Sunday worship. It's funny because we don't worship a day. We worship Jesus every day. In the book of Acts, they worship Jesus every day. They broke bread from house to house. I suppose they were also in apostasy, right? In the beginning. You would think God would put His foot down right then. You know, it's going to be written and established for ages to come. If He was going to correct them, I think He would have done it then. And He would have, he would have made a point of it. And they would have said, okay, yeah, make sure, you know, all right, everybody go home to your own shoebox on, on uh, Saturday too. Make sure you don't do nothing like, you know, like the Jews are doing that we just got set free from. Sad, even when our freedom is being stolen from these snakes, let's look at the woman at the well. Jesus said, the time is coming and is now because he was standing there. John 4, 7-25. I'm going to paraphrase for the sake of time. But we went walking to the city and there was a woman in Samaria and he asked him for a drink and he said, if you knew who I was, you would not ask for this water, but you asked for living water and you never thirst again. And then the woman said unto him, Sir, well, I have nothing to draw from. And then he says, and, and the water, and, and, and whence has this living water? And, and then she said, Greater, uh, art thou greater than Jacob? Yeah, he is. Art, art thou greater than our father Jacob? <laughs> Who do you think you are? Are you greater than the are you greater than Moses' law on the Sabbath day? Saturday? You know, who do you think you are? You can't drink here today. Are you greater? Are you greater than our father Jacob, which gave us this well to drink therefore himself and his children and his cattle? Jesus answered and said, And whatsoever you drink of this water shall thirst again. Whoever drinks of the water that I shall give shall never thirst. And but the water that I will give will be a well springing up to everlasting life. And the woman said unto him, Sir, give me this water, I thirst. 
and I come hither to draw. And Jesus said unto her, Call thy husband. So then he used the gifts, and then it goes on and says, And then the woman said, skipping down a few, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worship in this mountain and say, and then in Jerusalem take and in this place where men ought to worship. And I say, This is where you ought to worship. And Jesus says, No, it's not gonna be a place. It's gonna be anywhere I am by the Spirit. Always worshiping. 24-7. Not a day or an hour. It's going to be in spirit and in truth. In spirit and in truth. So he says this. Worship. Believe on this mountain. And, at, and Jesus says, And in this place where men ought to worship. And Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you shall neither worship in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem. Worship the Father. You worship. You know not what of. Not what. You worship. We know what we worship for the salvation is of the Jews. He's saying, but I am the salvation. And the hour comes and is now. Everybody say, is now. Is now. That wasn't everybody. Everybody said, is now. Is now. All right, it might have been. I just wanted to hear it again. <laughs> when the true worshiper shall worship the Father. True, who's a true worshiper? Don't say, oh, you worship on Sunday. You're not a true worshiper. What do you mean? He didn't say it in a certain day. True worship, worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The Father seeks such to worship Him. Every day, every hour, 24-7. God is spirit. And they shall worship Him. Must be in, must worship Him in spirit and in truth. The woman said unto Him, I know you, the one coming, which is Christ, who shall come, will tell us all things. He tells us all things. She had all that written thing. She had the knowledge that they told Him. This is the place. This is the day. This is the hour. He says, no, it's in spirit and in truth. Great thing is, no matter what Babylon throws, it makes us do. Generationally, days and hours and months, it's all about the heart, devotion, our hunger, our love for our Creator, not for the love of the creation. Every day was made by God. You're going to let the devil steal what is God's. We have the scripture. This is the day. What is that day? This is the day. Is that tomorrow? Is that yesterday? But it's today! Psalms 118, 24. I love this song. My grandma used to sing in the car all the time. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. The Lord has made. We will rejoice. We were, and even she had a parrot, and the parrot would sing it too. I got so tired of that song. I wanted to kill that song. But that was the song, and the parrot sang it every day. This is the day! And I was like, oh my God. It's crazy. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice in it. I'm going to rejoice Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. That's right, every day. And right here I have it. That is every day. <laughs> Where I was my next line. Then we have this. Today is the day of salvation. You want to put bondage in telling me that I am in sin worshiping God on a certain day and you want to and it's Sunday, but I you're crazy. Look what Paul says about the Sabbath days, Colossians three, Colossians two. Don't worry, it's not too much longer. For I will that you would know that great conflict that you have in you in Lacedonia and I'm and seeing my face in the flesh that their hearts might be comforted and be knit together in love, not knit together in the law, unto all riches of the fullness of the understanding of the knowledge of Christ, the mystery of God and the Father in Christ, in whom 
are hid all the treasures in Him, not in the... You, you, I know you can find it in there, but it has to be in, through the Spirit first. So you want to try to find it and have this... No, it's through the Spirit. He'll, he'll use the Word, possibly, He doesn't even have to. He had all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge in Him. In Him, let's go back and go and of And the Father and of Christ, whom all hid treasures and wisdom and knowledge. And this I say, lest any man, any snake, should beguile you, remember the earlier the snake Eve, should beguile you with enticing words. For though I be absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in the Spirit, joining and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith, your faith in Christ as you have. Therefore, receive Christ Jesus the Lord. Walk in Him. Not in the letter, not in the wall. Walk in Him. Walk in Him. Walk in the Word, but in the Spirit of the Word. Walk yea, in Him. Rooted, rooted, not in the... See, Jesus was before the creation. He created people. He created Israel. He created the law. He created these things. He created the days. So rooted and built up in Him and established in the faith as you have been taught abounding. Not in the, as you've been taught now in this new, new covenant that Jesus was teaching as He was walking. Abounding therefore with thanksgiving. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophies, traditions, vain deceit after traditions. The man, the rudiments of the world, that's all the pagan stuff they're mixing. And not after Christ. For in Him, in Him, and then they'll come and use the Word. Yeah, but it's Him, His Spirit now. The Word and the Spirit can't be, if you separate the Word and the Spirit, it's not Him anymore. For in Him dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete. Seven. Complete in Him, which is the head of all principalities and powers. This is good, good stuff. In whom you also are circumcised with a circumcision, not made by the hands of man, not made by the priest, not made by the rabbi. Ain't gonna let no rabbi near. I mean, you gotta be crazy too. Let somebody do that to you. They let they would do. I don't even. That was nuts. I mean, one thing when you're a baby, but man, let's go serve that guy. It's like, what are they thinking? What a hard time to transition. But man, we got the spirit for a while. People, knowledge got. I mean, wow. Imagine how hard it was that transition. From the old into the new right then. So that's why we have all these things here. Like, really can be real simple now if we all, Gentiles, have an easier time getting closer to God than some of these people that come out of that. Buried with Him in baptism. Also were risen with Him through the faith and the operation of God whom He had raised us from the... Unless then now what they want to go and say, well, oh, Paul is not really from God. That's really what's going to mess you up. That's the new one too. Yeah, it's funny though, I've gotten so much out of this and so free, but see, they, they, there's always got to come up with something. When God comes up with something higher to break it all, they find something else out to try to pull you back into their bondage and their yokes. And being dead in your sins and uncircumcised in your flesh has quickened us together with Him, forgiving all trespasses, blotting out in the hand and the ordinances against us, and which was the contrary to us, it took us out by the nailing it to the cross. Everyone just nail it to the cross. All your everything, just nail it to the cross in the Spirit. He nailed it to the cross. 
When He nailed His Son, He nailed all your sin, everything to the cross. Having spoiled principalities and powers and made show of them openly, openly, He showed openly, triumphing over them. Let no man therefore judge you. Let no man! Now they don't, they think, they think they're higher than man, I guess, because, because God, you know, a special assignment. Judge you! Because you're being judged on a day now, right? It's right here written too. Judge you in meat and what you eat, what you drink, or respect of a holy day, or any day, of a new moon, or the Sabbath days. And they're judging you. So-called hybrid Christians want to judge you. Which are a shadow of... Now I can change this now because it's a long shadow. Which is happening right now. But the body is of Christ. Let no man again beguile you in the reward and the voluntary humility of worshiping of angels. Creator, right? No, let them worship the creation. Everything is created, right? Hindering those things which you have not seen. Mainly puffed up in their own fleshly mind. And not holding the head which is of all the body, joints, and nourishing the minister knit together. Increases the increases of God. The wisdom and revelation is everything of God. Therefore, if you be dead in Christ into the rudiments of the world, living through, uh, as though living in the world, you are not subject to the things that are created anymore. Wow, you can't handle that, can you? Some people can't handle the truth. Some people can't handle freedom. They just can't because it's like it's too good. But God has a reason why He wants us free because He wants that garden relationship back. So the devil wants to send snakes to you. Touch not, taste not, handle not, which are to perish with its using. Don't eat corn on the Sabbath. For the commandments and the doctrines of men, doctrines of men, which things are indeed a show, to, a show of wisdom in them that worship in humility and neglecting the, of the body, not any honor to satisfy the flesh. If your roots are in Judaism, then you need to be rooted out. Ephesians 3, 16-17. This is what we are to be rooted in. But you regret you according to the riches and the glory, strengthened with might by the Spirit and the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love. Rooted and grounded in Christ. You know, God is love. Rooted and grounded in Christ. Jesus was and is and is to come. Before there was Abraham, He was. He is in the work. See, that sounds so much, right? Like he must be reading the Bible. No, that's actually in the Bible, but it's like the same. He is the Torah made flesh. He came to show us a better way. He was there before anything was made. And if we are rooted and grounded in Him, then you are being bewitched. You are bewitching God's little ones if you're trying to pull you out of what you're rooted and grounded in Christ. You are carnal and like chickens. You want to be like chickens or you want to be like eagles? Eagles are in Christ, they soar with the wind of the Spirit. Who is inspiring us is now the Holy Spirit. Those who know Him will feel it and they will see. And the blind will remain blind trying to save those who, who see do not really see. It's another one of their tricks. You don't see it? No, what is it? No, I see Christ. And when I see Him, I see everything. Those who fly, oh. those who see those who are flying, they try to 
snakes in your garden. This is time of exposing. They creep in like silly women laden with sin. The devil's job is trying to make us not find rest. Our rest is not in a day any longer. It is in Christ. It's not in a man. It is in a man. It's called the Holy Spirit. Come to me, he says, and find rest. From your striving, let me take over. I really think they want to make... They make you think that you've never read the Old Testament. And they'll say, God showed me. And it's been... But it's like, yeah, it's been written there forever. What did he show you? (laughs) I knew God for a time when I was a baby Christian. God pulled me away from trying to get balanced. Now... 15, 20, 17, 18 years later, you're trying to take me back to what all the snakes were trying to get me to follow. Now you're not. You know? That was the last time I did my Passover supper on Sunday at the church. <laughs> and had to dress up with a, you know, and blow the chauffeur before we started. A snake did show them. We have the minds of Christ, not the minds of carnality. We cannot mix the minds. There's no mixing of the minds. There's no mixing of the minds. We have one mind, the mind of Christ. But really, they're the old wine, or they're saying, let's, let's, or they'll say, let's put this old wine in the new bottles. The bottles will burst. It's like putting new in the old, and you're contaminating it. See, they, they might not say, oh, well, let's put uh, new wine in old bottles. They just, it's not written like that, but it's the opposite. They want to, they're supposed to be new bottles, new, and they want to put old wine in the new bottle when they have this new wine. They that don't, that aren't sitting in there trying to put new wine in old bottles and they burst. Mixing too. You can't mix them. It's right there written. Having that written a little leaven letters the whole lump, it's a spreader. Talk about super spreaders. These snakes are super spreaders. Spreading the law some of you know what I'm talking about, right? Because of the thing going on now. In 10 years, you're like, what, what's the guy talking about? Or maybe not. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it'll be worse. Oh my God. Knowledge puffs up. They pray a little ones trying to serve Jesus. They try to use the works of the flesh to become more spiritual. There's no grace to do. To do that, that those... That, and the flesh cannot please God. God's not going to give you grace to do that. Ask yourself time and time again, what Bible are you reading? The problem is they're not born again. They're already, they're not born in the Spirit. They believe. They want to argue on, on and on. Paul said, you bewitched you. You started in the Spirit. Why are you ending up in the flesh? If we're born again, we start in the Spirit. And that's what he's talking to them. He said, well, I was with you, Galatians, all this. What are you, what, what are you doing? Oh, but you know, this snake came in and he knew so much more than me. And it was all over the Bible. It seems so... I mean, if you did, if you dot out the thing, knows all the word, knows more than me, uh, and God's like, oh, snake. We're not going to... We're not going to use grace and, the, grace and law because it's the, to cause the debate. It's causes us to be free. It's not even the point. We're, we're hearing to God's law in our heart already by love and obedience to truth. But we learn it. We're alerted to the paganisms in the church. We're alerted to all the things. But just when you're free, they want to say that you don't know anything like that. 
I said some of these already. And he said, eat my flesh and drink my blood. So in other words, he's I'm the feast. So let's, let's just go for them and then we're going to close. Let's talk about that right now too. Because he said, whenever you come together in my name, and at the table of the Lord, you're going to eat my flesh and drink my blood. Eat my flesh and drink my blood and you'll have what? Life in you. He didn't say, drink my flesh and eat, drink my flesh. Eat my flesh and drink my blood and then you're going to have the law in you. He said, life. Life. The curse is death. Jesus is life. Here we go. Ordinances against you nailed them to the cross. Let no man judge you by anything that. Why? Why? Do you, why? They'll say, why don't you keep the feast? I do. I keep Jesus. He never, he never leaves me or forsakes me. Jesus is my feast. That's... Oh, oh, oh. What do you mean? He's your... No, no, no. Jesus... Like, it's crazy. He is the bread of life. He is the Lamb of God. Drink my blood. Eat Him every single day. Every time the Spirit leads you to read the Word or you get revelation, you're eating the flesh. Because He's not flesh anymore. He is Spirit. He said, I'm not like that bread that, you're, that you all ate under the law in the wilderness and died, all of you. I am that living bread that came from heaven. That gives life, and it doesn't get and you and, and and it doesn't get rotten. All the seven feasts pointing to Jesus, seven completion. The feast of the Passover. Jesus is the Passover Lamb. So when they did all the works in the flesh, he's the unspotted Lamb. Take him, kill him. Have him stay in the house so you can really get in a relationship with him. God was in much relationship with his son to sacrifice him. That, that's what we're supposed to see when we see all these things. Jesus, Yeshua, when we see these things. He is our Passover. So what? We saw him saying, His blood is over me. I am now the temple of God. So when God, the God's not going to pour his wrath on his children, he's not going to beat up his bride. He's not going to put sickness on. If he ever releases anything on the, on the unbelievers, we, are, we have the blood of Jesus. Because once and for all, he took his blood and posted it once and for all, making a sacrifice, no more by the blood of bulls and cows and goats or whatever, but by his blood he entered in one time and did it. Feast of the unleavened bread. Jesus is, the, I just said, the bread from heaven, no sin. No sin. The, the, the leaven represented the sin. This is the first fruits. The Bible says he was the first fruit. We read that earlier. The first fruit of many brethren. Because he had to die on the cross to the first fruits. Now that's why we're one in Christ. He is our big brother, but he's our, he even says he's our friend. But we'll be careful. God can't be a friend. But it's written. He said it. It wasn't even Paul. He said, you're my friend if you do what I tell you. No! Go to the Old Testament Torah and dot by dot until he's what I tell you by the Spirit because we can hear him now. And you refrain from sin. The Feast of the Pentecost. Well, we already had the World Pentecost. That was the show when he comes by his Spirit. He's going to baptize us in the Holy Spirit and fire. And we, so every time we pray and talk, do anything about it, it it's, it's the Pentecost came. 
It's in Joel. It's in Acts. And they're going to... Uh, your sons and daughters will prophesy. The Holy Spirit will come on man. God will be in man. That's the Pentecost. He's going to go and shed his blood and open the doors of the heaven that were shut because of sin. Now it have full access to God. The feast of the Pentecost. And the feast of the trumpets announcing, whoa, we're already eating that every time we preach the gospel. Jesus, he's the seventh completion. The seventh trump is the completion. The feast of the trumpets he is the mighty trumpet. His word. He'll come out with a sword in his mouth. And he will, he will cut. He, his word will cut off the flesh and the spirit. So we feast on him, his word. He's the trumpet, the word of God. We feast the atonement. Well, we know that. He, he became sin for us. Right? So his, it didn't just say he atoned it now. See, he went a higher level. He washed it away. As far as the east is from the west, the Bible says. So when God sees us, He sees us through His Son. Because we're in His Son. So the blessings, so there's no more curse anymore. We're under the blessing because we're in Christ. God, of course, is blessed. He created the blessing. He's the blessed one. The feast. So right there we got one, two, seven. And it's Jesus. All of those things are Him. Seven, number completion. Jesus fulfills everything. Everyone can stand up. I'm not quite done, but I'm going to let you stand up. Or if you, if you want to. You're free. You can lay down. But you're not free if I'm preaching. Don't, don't get knocked. It's like, you can stand. Actually, you can stand, sit, and preach. Like we, we, we are so really religious, aren't we, sometimes? Like if everyone just wanted to stand and sit around and wait. Jesus, how many people? Oh, he was preaching. And people just came in around, laying, doing this, eating, maybe throwing things at each other. We get so religious, don't we? Seven, number completion. In him, where we live, we have our being. In him, we, we live. He is our shelter. Read Psalms 91 when you get home tonight. You know, you know if the Spirit leads you. <laughs> right? Keep it simple. And this makes us right. We love Him. He doesn't. He wants us to be in a relationship. He wants us to be free. And then we can advance His kingdom. We want to set people free from the devil, not bring them into other bondages. Come out from among them who try to entangle you. Feed on me, Jesus said. Feed on Him. Every day you can eat the lamb. It's if He leads you to. Eat all of Him. Remember they said they had to eat every bit. We want to eat all of the Word. We want all of His power of His resurrection. We want it all. Not doctrines of man. Now when someone asks you, now do you keep the Sabbath? Just tell them, yeah, I keep the Sabbath. Are they going to go home? When, when you say, but then they see you once and then they try to see when was this? Like, they got to ask you, why do you care? Is, is the world suddenly free? Do you feel the anointing? Are, are, you, are you being blessed by it? Then receive it. If not, it's not God. Period. You're going to talk yourself out of a blessing. You're going to talk yourself out of freedom. You're going to talk yourself out of the healing. You're going to talk yourself out of miracle. You're going to talk yourself out of life. Every day is God's. 
every day is the kingdom is the kingdom of God is joy, righteousness, and peace in the Holy Ghost, in Christ. He said, I am that day, I am your peace, I am your rest. I am who I am. Even in maybe was it Exodus? He said, I am. I am. I am. You can't be because I am. You will not be as much as you want to be wiser than me. You can't because I am. I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. You can't be, and you can't be God in someone else's life. Let them free. Snakes in the garden. Little foxes that spoil the vine. Come no less in completion in me, says the Lord. I am your rest of peace. Don't let the legalistic people know. I am honored when you want me all the days that I created. Don't be, don't, don't put me in a box. Don't make me like you think. I am bigger than your mind. I am bigger than life because I created all things and in me all things were made by me. Not by you, not by the letter, and not by Moses, by me. And I prepared a place for you to rest in me. So Father, we thank you for the rest. Find that one song that I played last, please. When We thank you, Father, that you set us free. And even if some, some people want to, we're not going to do that today, but take communion right now, know that he is your rest. Father, teach us how to rest in you, have our faith in you, our trust in you. Our power is in you because we don't have any. Everything, our life is in your hands. And Father, whatever you want us to do, thank you for setting us free to, to worship you in spirit and in truth. Not to worship a day, not to worship a, worship a created thing, not to worship animals, statues, or any images, because everything was made by you, to worship you in spirit and in truth. In Jesus' name, in Yeshua's name, for some of you that are still on the fence. <laughs> Amen.